0: That's right. Just me all week long, though. Wojo and Rieger taking things over from 2 to 6. And, uh, look, I want to jump right in here. We're at Little Caesars Arena. Red Wings, Canadians coming your way. Coverage at seven ten. But we have a lot to get to. I'm not going to lead with the Pistons because, let's be honest, they really don't deserve to be led with right at 6 o'clock. But uh, we'll get to the Reggie Jackson buyout and why everything that they've done the last, what, month or so is unfortunately a year too late, and it's put them behind the ball in starting to take their medicine and actually get this whole thing right. But uh, I wanted to lead with the the new piece in the Detroit News. If you're following the the Mark D'Antonio deposition, the uh, allegations, of course, that have been levied against him, Curtis Blackwell and his team of lawyers have, well, they have some compelling evidence now, as the mother of Daylon Hayes, a former recruit, ended up going off to Notre Dame, provided evidence that shows Mark D'Antonio lied during his little deposition as it pertains to the, uh, the unruly firing of Curtis Blackwell. And, you know, I remember when Mark D'Antonio retired, I thought, hmm, don't you find it odd that D'Antonio retires, sending out a tweet, mind you, an hour after, actually less than an hour after the Detroit News comes out with Curtis Blackwell's allegations that Mark D'Antonio had potentially committed NCAA violations. Now, the actual accusations are not that much, okay? Curtis Blackwell was, he suggested, allowed to recruit off-campus, okay? Go do in-home visits when he wasn't a member of the coaching staff, so technically it's against the rules for him to be allowed to do that. Is that a major violation? No, it's not like you're giving bags of money to four-star recruits to come to East Lansing and play for you and for your football program. But as we've seen many times, whether it be with the NCAA, whether it be you know legally, lying sometimes can be 1,000 percent worse than the actual violation. And the fact that there is now evidence that says, "Hmm, Mark D'Antonio lied. He wasn't being completely truthful about Curtis Blackwell going on these recruiting visit visits and, and being a part of the in-home visit process." If you read the report, Mark D'Antonio actually said, "Yes." Curtis Blackwell went on some of these trips, but he would stay in the car outside of the, the, the house. He wasn't actually in there with us, which, as he said, in the deposition would have been an NCAA violation. I, I just want to know this, okay? And the phone number is 248-539-9797. Ticket text is at 97136. You find out that there is evidence that says Mark D'Antonio lied during this deposition. Are you starting to change your opinion of Mark Dantonio? Is this enough, enough smoke, to say, hmm, maybe there is something more there? Again, the phone number two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. And the funny thing is, Dantonio had at his retirement, you know, press conference was asked about, you know, did the NCAA violations, the report, uh, you know, from the Detroit News, did that have any effect? on the timing of your retirement and your ultimate decision. And he said, no, zero, 100% false, right? And I heard Michigan State fans come out and go, well, you know what? There it is. Coach D put those, uh, those rumors to bed. You know, clearly there's nothing more there. Coach D didn't, didn't commit any NCAA violations. Everything's good here. We can move on. That made me feel better. I didn't buy that for a second then. I certainly don't buy it for a second now. And I don't know how any reasonable person, Michigan fan, Michigan State fan, Red Wings fan, uh, Detroit person, whatever it may be, how you can know the timeline, know that the Detroit News came out with the you know, allegations of NCAA violations and Mark D'Antonio sending out his quote-unquote retirement tweet an hour later. I don't know how you don't connect those dots and at least sit there and go, hmm, What else is he hiding? What else is going on? What else potentially did he do? And that, to me, raises a lot of questions. And I think that points directly to his behavior that night at the Breslin Center when he was very, you know, almost didn't even want to be acknowledged. It's almost like he just wanted to sit there courtside with a bag over his head, not knowing that that he was even in attendance. He spent 20 seconds talking to the crowd at the Breslin Center, all the students and the fans that were there. You know, not really much of a speech, nothing heartfelt, nothing emotional. It was, gosh, I just want to get the heck out of here sooner than later because I don't want to be celebrated. And for me, it's because maybe there are other things that that can bring his tenure at Michigan State down even more than it already is. And the biggest piece in all of this that is yet to come out, and we'll see ultimately if they end up uh, allowing it, but the part that is sealed in this deposition remains Austin Robertson, the questioning, the answers, the responses, everything surrounding it. What if there's more in there? What was said in that question and answer portion of the deposition about Austin Robertson and him being allowed into the school. And at this point, once you get caught lying about something in a deposition, isn't it free game to just get after it and say, well, you know what? I don't trust you at all. You probably are lying about other things. But I'd be curious to know. You see the report come out earlier today. There is direct evidence to show Mark D'Antonio lied during the deposition about committing potential NCAA violations. There's evidence out there. A recruit's mother, former recruit's mother, showcasing a photo, publishing a photo of Curtis Blackwell being in the home of a recruit. Again, not a major violation, a minor violation. But that would have been one that Michigan State would have needed to self-report. And it certainly was something that Mark D'Antonio thought was enough for him to end up lying about in the deposition. Not great. Not good at all. If you're a Michigan State fan, how do you not connect the dots? How do you just take Mark D'Antonio at his word? You know, last week there was the report out there, uh, you know, that suggested that Mark D'Antonio wanted to pick his successor. And uh, when he found out that Michigan State had hired, uh, you know, a a search committee to find the next replacement, that's when he decided to pull the trigger and retire. Oh, okay. Okay. Mark D'Antonio clearly trying to put that out there to make himself look like a victim when in reality, the timing of the NCAA allegations, the retirement that came with it, now the lie that has been uncovered, hmm, what else is out there? What else is going to be emerging potentially from this deposition? (laughs) You know, Mark D'Antonio did a great many things at Michigan State, but... A few bad decisions here, a few bad decisions there, and you can talk about ruining an entire legacy. Now, it hasn't reached that level yet, but it smells like something more was going on in East Lansing under the watch of Mark D'Antonio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours